then he came down and he was just like, Bitsy, I think this is a great school. Like, I really like to go here. And I think we're going to move to Indianapolis. <laughs> I was just kind of like, okay. <laughs> My gosh. Sure, why not? I haven't been there in 10 years. Uh, last time I was there, it was at like some dingy bar or something playing a show. And sure, let's move. This is Big C, Little C, a podcast from Current Church in Franklin, Indiana, where we explore how the local church fits in with the global church and how the kingdom is at work on a local level. Current Church meets on Sunday nights at 6 at The Gear in Franklin and exists to encounter God, equip the church, and engage the world. We believe that whatever God is going to accomplish in this world, He is going to do through the church Big C. These are our stories and the testimony of the power of God in everyday lives. Find out more at currentchurch.net or look for us on Facebook and Instagram. Now here's your host, Jeremy. If you haven't checked out the first episode with Bitsy Bowwinkle, you'll want to do that now. It's available. It's called Part 1. And then listen to this one. Uh, lots of good stuff still ahead in today's episode. Also, don't forget, if you want to be a part of the Big C Little C podcast, email B-E-U-T-E-L-S at gmail.com. Let's rewind to last week at Current. Here's the quote for the night. Freedom in Christ is not freedom to do what we want to do and still be saved. It's freedom from the need to do anything to be saved. I'll say it again. Freedom in Christ is not freedom to do what we want and still be saved. It's freedom from the need to do anything to be saved. So when we get on this business, well, I'm free in Christ. I can do what I want. That is not what Paul's talking about. He's not saying you're free to do what you want. He's saying you're free. You don't have to do anything to get saved. Just believe, receive, believe, receive, obtain, withstand, and never die. P.O.D. You're welcome. Here's what he says. Not even Titus was compelled to be circumcised. This matter arose because some, ready for this, false believers had infiltrated our rank to spy on the freedom we have in Christ Jesus and to make us slaves. And we did not give in to them for a moment so that the truth of the gospel might be preserved for you. As for those who were held in high esteem, whatever they were makes no difference to me. God doesn't show favoritism. I don't care how many books they sold. I don't care how many people go to their church. Doesn't matter to me. That's what Paul says. It doesn't matter. God's no respecter of persons. The next altogether Sunday is coming up. It is the first Sunday in October, and that is October 7th. Chance for all the nursery workers, children's workers, and the children to be in with the rest of us. We are going to pick up our conversation with Bitsy Bowwinkle. We'll rewind a little bit for context, our conversation when Bitsy sat down with Ashley and myself. Thanks for listening. It was something that I always thought I would want to do, like go and be a missionary. And I had all these people that I knew that... um, were amazing that I just was like, that's such a cool life, you know? Um, And then I went to a DTS and it really taught me about just taking God where you are, you know, and how important it is that our lives are the mission field, not just like going away somewhere special and um, doing 
ministry and then going home, but every day. Yeah. Where were you for your DTS? So I went to uh, New Zealand for the first three months. That's amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. It's as amazing as it could be. (laughs) Um, I really was um, like just in awe of the beauty that's there. Like I was on the South Island and um, it's just gorgeous. Like the bluest water you've ever seen, the greenest plants, just uh, great, amazing people. Uh, Everyone's super friendly. We lived kind of outside of Christchurch about, I think it was like an hour or something, drive in this little sheep farm town. <laughs> so literally I'd open my bedroom window and there were sheep <laughs> in the, the property next to us and kind of stinks a little bit, but you know, they're, it's cool. It's really pretty because the mountains were in the background and then all these sheep is just this like glorious experience that sounds amazing yeah. can we go now that yeah sounds great. i know it was kind of it was take me to the sheep land yeah it was it was pretty amazing you were there three months i was there three months yeah. so do you want me to tell like how i got there yeah um, yeah how did ywam come about for you um so at that time in my life i was um 20 and i had just moved back from michigan um to chicago and I was really praying about a certain situation. I love snowboarding. Uh, it's like, you know, just something I always wanted to do. Um, when I was living in Michigan, I was a snowboard instructor. And I moved there specifically just to, like, do that and experience it. And when I came back to Chicago, I was praying about, like, man, I really want to still do this. Um, I'd love to do some kind of, like, I don't know, Bible study or some kind of thing that involves uh, snowboarding somehow. And I had a really good friend who was on the same page and we were going to move out to Denver and work at a ski hill and run this like, you know, Bible study up on a hill. But I wanted something more. I wanted something more like not necessarily like a structured school, but more like a training program. And I had no clue anything about YWAM. I like had, I heard about it just briefly, but never really researched it or anything. And, um, anyways, Justin and I, our relationship at that point was kind of on hold and he was recording an album in Nashville and he had just come back uh, to Chicago after recording and he, they brought this girl from Nashville to come visit her family. It was right around Thanksgiving. And so when I went to go like talk to them, I talked to her and she was like, oh, my brother's doing this um, thing called YWAM in New Zealand and it's like a snowboard focus school. And I was just like, what? Because that's just what I've been praying, like, specifically about. I had no idea where New Zealand was, to be honest. <laughs> Hashtag homeschool. Oh, man. Hashtag they don't teach you that. Part. I was like, where is New I knew it, like, I knew it was far. <laughs> but I didn't know, like, that it was as far as you could go. <laughs> but, um... Anyways, I was just like so amazed because it was like exactly what I had been praying for. Just something that was a little more structured than just, hey, I'm going to go snowboard and do a Bible study, which is great. Nothing against it, but I, I just wanted something more. And um, so I did my research and I just like worked a ton, worked like three jobs at that point to try and save up and, you know, get there. And um, yeah, so I met her and she told me all about this and um 
about her brother doing this program. I signed up. I got accepted. Um, I ended up like, you know, was able to save up enough money and purchase my tickets. And um, when I got there, they have like these um, house moms and house dads. And it turned out my house dad was her brother. So what? (laughs) What are the chances? Yeah, (laughs) it was cool. That's Jesus. Yeah. Our guest is Bitsy Bowinkle. I'm Jeremy. She's Ashley. You guys came from a church in Chicago. Yep. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I've heard that it's there, there are similarities to current. I'm sure it's not identical, but it's a little bit smaller, right, as well? Yeah, and like right before, it changed now, so now mm-hmm. it's a different church. But um, right before, it was comparable to where current's at. But growing up, it was um, there was a lot more people yeah. that attended there. One thing that I really appreciate about people at current is that they're for those of us who are there are all in mm-hmm. and i remember even you everybody has different tastes i think you told me one time you don't prefer rock and roll worship no <laughs> but you're there and you're with us and you support us oh yeah and i think that's that's a powerful thing everybody has taste everybody has preferences uh, but there's also unity amongst that. What are some ministry themes or some spiritual truths that you found to be consistent in the body of Christ amongst the two families, two gatherings? And what's something that's maybe shifted in your thinking or not theology, but your own spiritual life since you've been at current, if anything? Well, uh, some of the similarities is um, just the family atmosphere that we have at current is very similar to what I grew up in. Um, like you said, everybody is all in, you know, that, that was very similar to where I grew up. Um, the aspect of like lis- really listening and wanting the desire to listen to what the Holy spirit has and where he wants to lead the church. Um, not just like our own wills that is something that's really similar in the church that I grew up going to also like the church I went to when I met Justin, um, which was his dad's church. Uh, before that, my family had gone to like a lot of different types of churches. We'd gone to like all over the city. My parents, we, I grew up in the same neighborhood. My parents grew up in, it was like a small, it's in city limits, but unincorporated. (laughs) And like, it's kind of like everybody that, is there stays there and um i think my parents specifically my dad for sure wanted um us to experience more outside of just that and because that's like what he grew up in and he wanted us to experience life in different cultures and people like he loved chicago so he would take us all around the city it didn't matter if it was for hot dogs or you know to go look at the lake and um so we would go to different churches as well and experience like you know, just um, different cultures and the way that they um, praise Jesus and the way that they love the Lord and, you know, just to under- have a better understanding of, like, the world and, you know, God and who he is and different cultures and, you know, all of that. But um, as far as, like, the second part of your question, for sure, patience, <laughs> waiting on him. I think our life, mostly since like I became an adult or we got married, has just been go, 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 go. And we've always, you know, on tour, we were never in the same city. Uh, you know, every night you're in a different city. 
you fall asleep in one and you wake up three states away, you know, like it, it just, it was, everything was on the move. And, um, we felt like we were really being led in what we were doing, but at the same time, when we moved here, we chose to do, um, school and all of that. It slowed down our life a lot. And I think there's a part of me that's just wants to leap forward, you know, wants to be like, let's get this going already, you know? And some, I think God's really been working on me in like, just wait, just hear my voice. And like, it's time to endure. It's time to, um, really like, just listen and, you know, follow through and, you know, get through this and see it through the end. And, you know, all of that stuff when everything about who I am just wants to like, get it done, (laughs) you know? So I've heard that kids grow up fast. I think it's true. Probably doesn't seem like it some days for you. <laughs> but how do you maintain hopes and dreams and dream big and allow God space to operate like that while, you know, keeping your feet on the ground and, and living in the day-to-day reality? Well, I think there's the light at the end of the tunnel in a sense, you know. Um, so Justin's in school and He's working towards a goal and at times when things seem, uh, you know, just difficult, like, you know, things that we have to put aside or we're on a tight budget. And so, you know, like all of those, all those things that add up, um, there's having a end in sight is always helpful. Um, And then for other things, like there's just so many unknowns in life, you know, and just learning to trust that God's going to be there that he's going to, you know, come through when he needs to, you know, when he knows exactly what we need before we, we need it or we know it and um, that he's going to come through. And I've, we've seen that in our life so much um, throughout, you know, just even from when I was a kid growing up to, you know, adulthood and all that. um, God has never left us or forsaken us. And so there's that uh, confidence in him and knowing that he'll do it again, you know, and I may not understand and I may get frustrated at times and um, at times down, but I know in the end, God's going to come through and it's going to be greater than anything I could have ever imagined because that's how it's always been. Mm. Y'all still have chickens? Yes. (laughs) How many do you have now? Four. (laughs) What are your, what are your chickens names? Um, Right now we have Kiev and Cordon Bleu, General Sal, and what's the other one's name? I forget. Yeah, you should share why you name your chickens this. So when they get out of line, they <laughs> you know, know your place. Where their place is. That's so <laughs> Just kidding. I feel badly. We did not. I mean, I know you mentioned Benji's name. I'm yeah. not sure if you mentioned Olivia's name. But I did. We didn't. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. We didn't ask. Uh, someday when they listen back to this, be like. Okay, yeah. chickens got top billing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but did you, you know, rewind 10, 12 years or whatever, and like you said, different city every night. Mm-hmm. Now you're freaking homeowners with chickens and, <laughs> and baby gates. And life can change pretty quickly, I hear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's it's really crazy. Um, just about God's provision, we, Justin had decided that, um, you know, touring was great. We love the band. We're still like part of that family. Um, but he 
has this skill and he's always been told he'd make, you know, a great engineer and has always wanted to pursue that and just decided like that, um, that life was, yeah, just something he wanted to pursue and the touring thing was amazing, but, um, there's so many things in life we wanted to experience together. And at the time when he quit, I wasn't able to be on the road, uh, with him anymore. So, I think that was a really tough time in our marriage, just being apart so much. Um, and they weren't touring like 280 days a year, but it's still it's still hard, you know, when you got to be, I think, you know, we were away two months at one time, you know, and so it was it was a really a real big challenge in um, just decided that the school thing is what we really felt led to do. And, um, you know, he had had gotten his AMP, which is, um, airframe and power plant license <laughs> to work on aircraft, um, years before in college and had never done it. And so it was like, well, how am I going to get a job? It's been, you know, 10 years since I got this thing. And, uh, is anybody going to hire me, you know, and just not knowing. And he had, uh, tried to get all these jobs in Chicago and things weren't really looking up. And, um, he had applied it somewhere in, Cleveland or something and you know nothing was really like coming up and all of his like a lot well not all a lot of friends and a lot of uh, managers that he talked to were just kind of like you know you're going to end up working nights and weekends and uh kind of like if you want to be more t- with your family then you should go back to school and so really like we prayed about it and he really decided like yeah I want to go back to school and uh his mom actually was telling about IUPY and about Becky and how she went to got her engineering degree there. And so it was just kind of random. He came down one weekend. We hadn't heard anything in months about a job perspective. He was working at baggage handler in the airport, you know, and nothing, you know. And then he came down and he was just like, Bitsy, I think this is a great school. Like, I really like to go here. And I think we're going to move to Indianapolis. <laughs> and I was just kind of like, okay. <laughs> my gosh sure why not i haven't been there in 10 years uh last time i was there it was at like some dingy bar or something playing a show and sure let's move <laughs> like i knew really little about the city and but anyways we you know he came down he called me and like within a few hours like of calling me i think on his way home he got a phone call, a callback from an airport that wanted to hire him in Ohio. And he was just like, uh, <laughs> I just kind of really committed to doing this thing. I haven't heard anything in months. So we had to pray about it again. Like, do we deny this and job, which is, you know, to do maintenance or go to school, which is what I really want to do. And, um, you know, we just really felt like school was the thing we should follow. And God was pointing us in that direction. And um, so we kept up with it, you know, and we're kind of just believe like with whatever God has, at least the trend in our life has been like, just keep going forward until he <laughs> directs you a different way and yeah. or brings it to a stop. And so we just were like, nope, we're going to do school. Let's do it. You know, and I had a great job in Chicago, but it was just like felt like it's time you know, we're going to go mix it up. And we moved here. We didn't have an apartment yet lined up or anything. And he started school, started at Ivy Tech, taking classes. We were living in, we got a one bedroom apartment. 
I got a job working at Aldi, which is ironic because that's where I met. Yeah. <laughs> I love but, that. Yeah. And uh, so then we were doing school and work and, you know, just plugging away. And then we were doing a lot of traveling because he was working for the airport. So, like, we would take all these crazy weekend trips and go places we hadn't been and, you know, mark states that we hadn't been off our list of places to go. And um, so... Anyway, so we ended up like doing this trip and going to Dubai, and that was a really awesome experience. It's also the last time we traveled because uh, shortly after that we found out we were pregnant. <laughs> and um, so, to lead back to what you were saying, yes, we purchased a home, um, which we never thought we'd ever be able to afford. But in the great state of Indiana, we can. <laughs> and so we, like, never would have imagined that. And then shortly after that, after a few jobs that just were, you know, maybe not what Justin wanted to do, but he finally got a job as an aircraft mechanic, um, which was the job that he denied to move here. Mm. But he got a job doing that here and was able to study engineering at the same time. So... Long story short, you know, God provided all of the things that we wanted, kids, house, school, job as a mechanic for him to get experience, all of it in one by just like trusting and saying, this is what we really feel like God's leading us. And we may not understand how we're going to get there, but got to go for it. It's powerful. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Alicia. And I'm Daniel, Ben Adonai, from He Is Revival Ministries. Our heart is to see the church healthy, whole, and moving in the power of God. We've dedicated our lives as traveling ministers to help support and encourage the church, to help build up the church, advance the kingdom, and bring a true message of revival. We'd love for you to partner with us in prayer and financially. Connect with us online at heisrevival.com. Click on Give to make a monthly recurring donation. And keep up with us on facebook.com slash heisrevival. Hey, this is Gene, the front man at Current Church, and glad you found our podcast. You can hit me up directly, uh, gene at currentchurch.net. Love to field any questions you might have regarding me or the church or anything that's happening there. So I hope you'll enjoy the podcast every time you get a chance to tune in. Hope you learn something from it. Hope you figure out a little bit more about who we are. If you ever want to visit us, you can find us at 230 Commerce Drive. We meet at The Gear in Franklin, 6 p.m. on Sunday nights. You can sleep in, come hang out on Sunday night. It's what I do. (laughs) 
You can visit our website, currentchurch.net. We're on all the social medias. We're really not on all the social medias, but we are on Facebook and we are on Instagram. Instagram at currentchurchfranklin. Facebook slash currentchurch. This is my best radio voice. The NPR voice requires you to get really close. You have to get really close for the NPR voice. This is Big C, Little C, a podcast from Current Church. So I know that you guys moved to Indy mostly for school for Justin, but I also know that you guys had a connection with Current. So do you guys feel like Current is home now and what makes it feel like home? Yeah. Oh, it definitely does. We So we moved down and, um, you know, we knew that finding a church would was like super important. And uh, Justin was like, well, there's this church that we played a show at <laughs> a long time ago and we should go there. And Jean had been to our church a few times. Um, and so with uh, Justin's dad invited him up and so they had been to our church, but um, we really didn't know gene that well at least i didn't um so we just were like yeah let's try it out and when we started off it worked out because the only time we could go was sunday night to a church justin worked sunday morning so um it just kind of was like out of convenience at first and we didn't really know what to expect but we walked in and it was just like yep this is it (laughs) and we just knew and we clicked um with you know obviously Gene and Justin like started talking and I met Becky and John and they, you know, clicked right away with them. And, but I would say like the first couple months, like I think we, we were new and the church at that time was still on main street downtown and was going through like just some different, like, you know, faces in and out and stuff. And, you know, people didn't really know us um, for a little bit, but we felt like this is where we needed to be right off the bat and i mean that's just like honest you know but then when justin's schedule switched up and he wasn't able to come for a bunch of sundays he was working and we uh started going to church just to be together sunday morning and we tried like some really awesome churches in indy there's like so many but nothing really felt like this is our home you know it was a great sermon the people there were amazing um we always just still felt like current was the place for us and I continued to come and he would come when he could but then even even though he wasn't there all the time he still felt like yeah no that's my church you know so it was hard to be away I think for him but um, we've always had that connection with the body there and it's gone through like you know different changes at different times and different faces and stuff but like I think overall it's just been our home you know that was great. All right, so if you had if you had to pick a dream job, snowboard instructor, graphic designer, or handmade crafts, or none of the above, D something else. <laughs> oh man, dream job! If you could now, if like, this is super hard for me because I have so many have passions. Things. I have so many things I like to do. <laughs> I really would love to expand my experience with owning a business. I think just from my experience with Flatfoot and running that business, which a lot of people don't know running a band is running a business. But um, 
just my experience that it's really, I think, started something in me that maybe is a skill of mine that I learned along the way that I'd like to expand. I'd love to own a business someday. I'm constantly, constantly shooting ideas at Justin. Like, what about this? What about this? And he's like, you just need to do something. (laughs) You should share a couple of your ideas that you've shared with me, like about the laundromat. Are they proprietary? Oh. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I want to give away a lot of them. <laughs> Just share like one. Oh, okay. So the laundromat. I had this idea to do a laundromat where it's like a coffee house laundromat where you could come and study or use Wi-Fi or whatever. and um, But also get really good coffee. Call it the sip and spin. Where would be the disgusting floors and the filthy benches and the no places to sit and the hotter than Hades and where would all that be in your laundromat vision? Nope. Non-existent. <laughs> yeah, it'd be super cozy. There'd be like a section off. I don't want to get it, give away all my ideas. I but, like it. But yeah, no, that was one of my I would ideas. go. But I'm always like, that building would be great for this or that. And then, you know, we live in um, Bates Hendricks, but it's like close to Fountain Square and when we first moved there, I was like, oh, that should be a pizza place or that should be this. And then suddenly it's a pizza place and that's <laughs> this. And I'm like, well, they need a second hand shop. And now there's a second hand shop. Justin's like, they're just ahead of the game. She's secretly oh, running no. Indianapolis yeah. from behind the scenes. From behind the scenes. You yeah. just need to like jump on the next building that you see yeah. and just be like, this is what it's going to be. Yep. I'm owning this. Yeah. Trust me. Trust me on this. I know everything. <laughs> Well, before we go, um, you've had a couple of prayer requests for your family the last couple of years, just in general. You've had a baby recently. Your sister's having a baby. They're moving. A lot of stuff happened. There's been loss in your family. Um, how should the family at current be praying for you all, and how are people doing right now? Um, yeah, there's been a lot of losses in my family the last few years. It's been really tough. Most recently, my sister-in-law um, passed away in a uh, car accident and that was really hard on my family I know like just it was so unexpected and um, my dad passed away before that and my grandma and um, my uh, sister's boyfriend all within like two and a half years or something you know so it's been a rough time as far as prayer requests um yeah, just for my family, just especially right currently right now, my brother and their daughter and just, you know, figuring out what life is going to look like next and um, for him just, you know, to have peace and trust in God and uh, it's, yeah, that would be great. Is he in Chicago? Yeah. yeah. What's his name? Ken. Ken, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, so uh, my sister's about to have a baby, and it's really exciting. It's her first, and I'm super excited because now our kids, she just purchased a home, her and her husband, in Indianapolis as well. Neighbor. Yep, just bringing all my family here. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm really excited for, like, our kids to just be together, and um, so prayer request that she just has an amazing um, birth and everything goes well and, you know, no, no complications or anything. Um, a lot of people at current, I think, know her yeah. and her husband by now. And so just keep her in mind and prayers and thoughts. And their baby will just be so beautiful. I'm so excited. <laughs> Can't wait. Well, you're clearly still in ministry. It, 
has taken on various forms through the course of your life. You know, what does it look like now and how are you able to be conscious of community and family in the church and your neighborhood and how God is using you now, even though you can't go, go, go or be everywhere and everything that you want to be right now? Yeah, I think it's like you said, there's uh, this aspect of our life that I haven't, we haven't experienced before with, you know, having neighbors. When we lived at the parsonage, um, you know, we, there was like a bar next to us, which was, you know, experience in itself, but, (laughs) and then the church on the other side. And, um, you know, there wasn't really that. And then growing up, I grew up in a like super diverse uh, neighborhood. A lot of people um, only spoke Polish or uh, Spanish. So, like there was a lot of neighbors that we I just didn't um really get to know you know and so like I never had that aspect and then we were on the road that idea of ministry was just so large you know like because you're going to different cities and different places every day and you're trying to keep up all these relationships with people all over you know the world and a lot of those relationships I still have and they're dear to me um but when we moved here bought a home established our roots, I guess, if you say, like, now we're learning what that means in our neighborhood, you know, what that means to our literal neighbors and our literal environment, you know, and um, sometimes it means just like, you know, making sure our lawn is mowed yeah. on time so that neighbors don't get upset. I mean, sometimes just being diligent with our house or like bringing a neighbor, you know, some eggs from our chickens or whatever, like just being available to them to talk whenever they would want or need or you know to invite them to church but it means that uh, we have to be also accountable you know to what we're saying you know like living out what we really believe I think that's been an amazing amazing and challenging experience but just like getting our roots in and this is where we are and learning about our neighbors, learning to love them and just getting to know them, you know, just talking and experiencing relationships on a deeper level. Uh, when we were on a tour and stuff, it was hard to always go deep. It's like every time we'd see these people re-catching up, you know, and now it's like learning relationships in that deeper sense and loving people, hopefully the way that Christ loves them, you know. If you don't know her, you should. Flag her down next Sunday. It's Bitsy Bonwinkle. And if she runs off it's because she probably has to get to the nursery (laughs) don't take it personally but no this is um i can't i will i'll speak for myself i can't imagine current without the bow winkles Mm -mm. am i saying that right bow winkles -winkles. i think so i mean i'm married in so (laughs) 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 thanks for making this happen with us um ashley thank you thanks for having me yes listening to Big C, Little C, a podcast from Current Church. For more information, visit currentchurch.net or look for us on Facebook and Instagram. Current Church is located in Franklin, Indiana and meets on Sunday nights at 6 at The Gear. Theme music written and performed by Still the Hand, imaging by Jessica Albertson. Please join us next time for more conversations on Big C, Little C. I mean, I don't mind talking about it. Current's family, you know.